Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's prayer and story time. Welcome to the Ark of the Covenant Ministry Prayer and Story Time as we get an opportunity to come before you and introduce to you the man Christ Jesus. Well, some would have a chance to receive him as their Lord and Savior. Others to gain strength to take the very next step in Christ as they journey continues where others will be able to get guidance and wisdom as we present stories, conversations, testimonies, laughter. My name is Reverend Hill. I am here today with my lovely, anointed, precious, Holy Ghost-filled wife, Mrs. Hill, as she has a message from above. So situate yourselves and get ready. Open up your heart to receive what thus saith the Lord. Good morning, good morning, and good morning to all of our faithful listeners and friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We really would like to welcome you from the bottom of our hearts, our new listeners and newcomers for today. We're very glad to be here. We did miss you yesterday. We want to apologize for that. But yesterday, you know, God separated it. As a matter of fact, happy Holy Day, God Completed his work in six days, and on the Sabbath day, he blessed it and said, keep it holy. He sanctified it, which means he separated it from all other days of the week. That special day, which is the Sabbath day, is the day that we're supposed to just give to God and worship and praise and love and in truth. So my husband and I decided we won't be on with story time and testimony time and let's talk time uh, during, the, uh, during Sunday. But he will be doing church services, as always, on Sundays at 10 o'clock. So we don't want you to get that confused that he's not going to be at church and giving his services because he will be. It's just story time that we will set aside that blessed and holy grand day to worship God. Okay? Um, today, of course, we will be um, continuing on with our... Uh, many series, uh, storms <clears throat> comes in many forms, and we know for ourselves that storms come in all kind of forms. Satan never rests, he never quits, he never takes a vacation. So he sends storms in joblessness, alcoholism, violence, drugs, abortions, divorces, accidents, loneliness, pornography, fears, abuse, death depression, rape, and child pornography. So we know in human trafficking and all kinds of things that we know that Satan used against us with all his devilish, stinking, dirty devices. So today we're just going to open up our hearts 
and we're going to do as always every day. It's always good to, for, for us to pray for one another. So we're going to pray for the world today. We don't want to miss nobody and we don't want to miss nothing. So if we spread our love and prayer in spirit and in truth with God in our hearts and say, let's just open up the doors and pray for the world today, we won't miss nobody. We even want to pray that the wicked and the evil and the unbearable will repent and get saved. We want to pray for the sick and the shut and We want to pray for those that were born and don't know. We want to pray for those that did know and they don't know anymore because some type of sickness took over their minds and hearts. We're going to pray against all evil spirits. We're going to pray against anything that's not like God. That's what we pray for. We're asking God right now in his son Jesus' name to just sprinkle down and pour out his spirit amongst all flesh, all over the world right now in Jesus' name. We're asking him for deliverance from those that are broken spirited and broken hearted. We're asking for those that do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior to just drop to their knees or wherever they are, hold up their hands and lift up their hands and look up at the heavens. We're asking those that feel more comfortable to close their eyes and with their heads bowed to just pray out and scream out and cry out hallelujah and ask God into their hearts as their Lord and Savior. We pray that the world will just repent. We pray for a revival. The world need to be revived. And in reviving, we mean just all of us. We need to come together and realize there's a King of King and Lord of Lord, and there's only one God and one Savior in the world. Now that's what we believe. We're not trying to bend your arm and make you do anything. We're not trying to steal you away from your church. But what we are trying to do is spread the gospel of Jesus Christ because we care about your souls, whether you go to a hell or a heaven. And people, hell is real. It's, it's real. So that's what we do, and that's what we love to do, and that's why we are here disciples and ministers and ministering and discipling and talking to you every day for Christ. Okay? So we're going to get started in prayer. And then we're going to get started with our testimonies. Amen. Okay, uh, shall we pray? Father God, please open up the minds of those that are listening this morning and give them a clear understanding, God, of this message and these testimonies. And and when my husband and I um, elaborate on things, Lord, that they speak upon and the questions that they may ask and direct to us, Father God, directly, you know that we give um from your word, what your word say, the opinions to your people. So, God, we just pray and ask you that none may become offended by what they may hear in the testimonies. None may not become offended by what comes from your word to explain to the people the questions that they may ask. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. <clears throat> so we are going to get started once again. I do apologize for the raspiness and clearing my throat. Forgive me for that, but like I said, uh, for the newcomers, I suffer from uh, uh, major sinus problems, so <clears throat> that's what my problem is, okay? So forgive me. Okay, we're going to get started. This is our testimony I'm doing it to begin with. My name is Benny, and praise the Lord. I belong to a church in Gary, Indiana. I was saved at the age 12 years old. I got with the wrong group of people and failed. I recently was asked if I had ever listened to your ministry 
a friend of mine told me about his friends that live in Portage that know the first lady of this ministry, our God of Covenant Ministry. And I sent my written testimony with her to be read on your broadcast. Thank you, Miss Emma. Since I've been listening to your ministry, I've repented and turned my life around for the better. My question, my question is to you, Reverend Hill. My girlfriend is not saved, and she said she doesn't believe in God. And I just found that out a couple of days ago since I prayed with your wife and got my life back on track again. I love her, but she doesn't want to accept Christ as her Savior. We are engaged to be married in July 2021. Reverend Hill, how do I handle a situation like this? It's for you, our baby. All right. Praise the Lord. And that's Benny, right? Yes. Brother Benny, praise the Lord. I sure appreciate you uh, listening to the broadcast. And I truly appreciate Sister Emma as she steady brings him in. And uh, us, God using her for great soul witness and purposes. And I truly appreciate you turning your life back around, Brother Benny, as the Lord has touched your heart and you coming forth uh, receiving the, the Lord as he is guiding and directing you and you want to start off with, on the right track with Jesus Christ as you are following him. And now you have come across a, 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 a very uh, powerful situation because there is a many a times this situation has uh, arrived. Uh, most of the time when a situation has occurred, it is after individuals are married that one will come to the Lord and the other individual in the marriage is not, is seeking, is not seeking. But in your case, here is two individuals that are not married, and now you are on your pathway of Christ, and here's your fiance that has made a confession that she does not want to be involved with the man Christ Jesus. Now, you, you proclaim that you love her. And she proclaimed that she wants nothing to do with Christ. Now, it, 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 it might be hard to understand, but the Bible gives clear and decisive instructions for us to follow for not only safety, but for the uniting of one another to have a successful relationship and to be in the will and the order, the divine order of God. Here's a young lady that does not want anything to do with God and you are walking in the light. The Bible says, what do light 
and darkness have with one another. Not a thing. This young lady uh, and you will have conflict at all costs. Because what's in you is not going to mix with what's in her. You have two separate spirits. Christ is in you and what is in her is not Christ. And what we have to understand is because we want a thing doesn't make it so. And the Bible says if you not for Christ, then you are against Christ. And a lot of times we have to realize that we can be caught up with fleshly desires and, and we will mix them with what we believe is divinely calling. And what it simply is, is a fleshly desire. Because when God gives you something, when God gives it to you, it's going to be righteously, divinely in order. And if it's righteously, divinely in order, then it is of God. Then if it is of God, that means it belongs to God. Then if it belongs to God, then it, it will proclaim God. So if it's not proclaiming God, then it's not righteously divided by God. It cannot proclaim God, then, no, then don't call themselves God. The Bible says, if it is mine, then it will proclaim me. So you, you have to be careful in what you attach yourself to as you walking with God. Because the Bible said, you know, be not yoked with unbelievers. You know, you, you, you must come together as believing on the same accord. You know, two, you two walking together and you don't believe as one is it, it's, it's setting up for destruction. Because you're going to want to go right and they're going to want to go left. Because it's two separate spirits. Now, uh, I not. I, I want you to be clear in understanding what I'm saying. You are a Christian, a saved, sanctified saint of God. Even though you done failed and made mistakes, once you got back up, got back on your horse, following Christ Jesus, you are a saved, sanctified, saint, Holy Ghost-filled individual, follower of the man Christ Jesus. What God wants for you is a saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost follower of Christ Jesus. He don't want nothing less than that for you. That's what he wants for you. That's what he has for you. That's what he will give you 
What the enemy will give you is an imitator. He will give you something that will tantalize your flesh. He will give you something that will appear as an angel of light. He will give you something that will destroy you and will tear you down. He will give you something that you will think you love. And at the end, you will weep in pain. Just like the children of Israel. Wait on the Lord to give you what God has for you. This woman has already professed that she doesn't want Christ. This is not the woman that God has for you. She is not following after Christ. That's what the Bible says. An unbeliever and a believer cannot be yoked together. The criteria has to be met. One of the biggest criteria between me and my wife was not that we met in church, which, which we did, we met in church. Not that we were meeting in church, not that we saw each other in church for seven years before we talked, it's that we were walking after Christ Jesus. Because you can meet somebody in church, don't mean that they was walking after Christ. Because they sat in the pew, because they sat up there and holler, amen, brother, a preach preacher, that don't mean they walking after Christ. You have to make sure that they have a relationship with Christ Jesus. Because believe me, the devil know Christ. They will tremble at his name. They don't have no relationship with him though. They don't want nothing to do with Christ. You have to make sure that the individual has a relationship with Christ Jesus. My, I, my wife has a relationship with Christ Jesus. My wife made sure that I had a relationship with Christ Jesus. And that's what you want to make sure with your intended spouse, that they got a relationship with Christ Jesus. Because believe me, marriage is work. Me and my wife ain't been married long, but we know marriage is work. It's not work on the first day. It's work on the second day, on the third day. You find anybody be married, they tell you it's work every day. Every day is work. But it's enjoyable work because you love one another. But you need Christ in it. You don't need one to have Christ and one to have the devil. 
You don't need to wake up with the Holy Ghost and go to bed with hell. You need to have Christ in it everywhere, every moment, every second, because you got the enemy coming at you at all times. He can't stand marriage because it represents heaven. So, my suggestion, my suggestion is, I, I don't know if you got a church that you attending. If you, if, if you got a church that you attending, go before your pastor and present the same situation to your pastor that you asked me. And sit down with your pastor and let your pastor know what you are attempting to do. Get on your knees and pray to God before you plunge into something that you have already laid out the outline to that is not of God. Then, today, Get you a study Bible. If you don't have a study Bible, you got a phone that's probably a smartphone. Ask your phone scriptures on marriages, on marriage. And it will give you all the scriptures on marriages. And you will see what it says on marriage. And every one of these words I just told you, you will see the scriptures too for yourself. And then you would let God speak to your heart. And you'll make a decision for yourself. Study to show yourself approved. Need not be ashamed. A workman rightly dividing the word of truth for yourself. You need to know God for yourself so you can make a decision for your own self. Praise the Lord. Mrs. Hill. Mm -hmm. is, is, mm -hmm. is, Baby, is, I'm here. Is it anything? Yes, it is something I would like to say. Not a lot, but it's something that I, you know, I would like to speak on. Um, our brother Benny, as my husband said, um, marriage is forever, and it takes a lot of work. My husband and I will be married three years. Uh, December eighth this year, twenty twenty one, for three years. So we are still considered very much so newlyweds ourselves. But just to give you some encouraging words from the Word of God, it tells us in Second Corinthians 6.14, Be ye not unequally yoked with an unbeliever, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion has light with dark? So I would advise you, and it's not saying, well, don't do this and don't, because I believe that everybody could change. I did. My husband did. You know, so anybody could change. But like my husband just said, we didn't start out. It's a, there's a difference if you start out like he said, both of you unsaved and one gets saved. And the Bible, and you married already, and the Bible say if the 
husband, the sage husband, want to dwell with the unbelieving wife, then let him. And if the unbelieving wife want to dwell with the unsaved husband, then let him. Sanctified husband, sanctified wife. But with you already being well-seasoned and saved and you love the Lord already, and you just recently, like you said, listening at our um, Christian broadcast, you felt eager and you felt the love of God, the Spirit of God in you, where you wanted to repent and you said you repented and accepted Christ all over again and asked Him in your heart as your Father again. Well, I wouldn't start out, number one, because it's only going to bring on problems. Satan's going to have so many problems in your life and if your wife already told you she didn't believe in God, that means she's an atheist. And I know some atheists, and some people told me that they were atheists, and they even believe there's a God. So most of the time it's a show out of disobedience because I want to live how I want to live and do what I want to do. So don't accept that. You don't have to. You saved, and it's a lot of well-seasoned, good, trained, love Christian women that love God, and they could love you too if you just wait on the Lord. He'll put a woman in your life that loves God first, then she can love you for who you are, for what you are, no matter what you have, she's going to love you. If that's your woman from Christ, you're going to know it because you're going to feel it in your heart. God is going to tell you this is the one. So don't rush. I mean, I know you said that you love her, but don't rush because anytime you can marry somebody to tell that they don't love God, of course, it's their choice. Of course, that's their own personal opinion. Of course, we can't bend their arms behind their back and say, you're going to serve God because I do. God does not bend our arms and he does not make us accept him. God give us a free will and he leaves it open to choose whom we're going to serve this day. It's a choice. He doesn't even make us choose him. It is a willing choice. To choose God, to love God with everything that's in us to the point that we want to disciple. We want to be God's servant and go out and serve and tell everybody else about God. So if I were you, I would pray about it. I would ask God about it. Um, if she loves you the way she says she does, but I don't see If you can't love God, there's no sense in you telling me that you can love me. And God tells us if we can't love those in whom we see, our sisters and brothers and those in whom we see, how we going to say we love him, in which we don't see and don't know. But if you don't love God and he spoke the word into existence, he is your creator, then how in the world are you going to love me? Me, myself, personally, I, I, I wouldn't want an unsaved man in my life. It causes havoc. It causes confusion. They tear you down, don't want you to. You stay home. You're not going to this old church. And as a matter of fact, if you were listening a couple of weeks back, we had a young lady that told us that he wanna, uh, that he wished um, that she would stay away from around all these folks, these church people and stuff in church. You know, trying to talk. You know, other words, she trying to talk him him into being saved and telling him what he shouldn't do and what he should do. In other words, so he wanted to stay around from all those church people. He said. He really wished that she would. So I would advise you to just pray about it like my husband said. And God will bless you. You know, you think and you pray on the, the, the good Lord will bless you. As a matter of fact, I think that the young man's name was uh, 
Francois. If I'm not, must you have the young man's name is Francois that said that. He wished that she would just stay away from these church folks. And, you know, so just pray about it. Ask God to give you wisdom, and he will, okay? But we certainly do thank you today, young man, for your testimony. And we're going to close this this morning, as always, with a word of prayer. And with your eyes closed and your head bowed, um, there might be some of you that have never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. There must be some of you today that are listening that has, but you've become backslidden. And the Bible tells us God even loved a backslider. Jesus loved a backslider. And there's no sins we can commit except blaspheming the Holy Ghost that God won't forgive us for. God never said that we had to be perfect. We'll never be like Christ. We'll never be perfect till heaven. And we're going to pray today for you, not only you, Brother Benny, but we're getting ready to just say a prayer for those that won't accept Christ. With your eyes closed and your heads bowed, let's pray. Father God, we want to come to you today, and we want to ask you today, Father God, to bless Brother Benny and, and just answer the things that he needs to know, God, speak to his heart today, Lord. Lord, he's in a situation that you even tell us, Lord, not to walk into, and that's hold hands with the children of Satan. You don't want us, your children, to play with Satan's children. So, Lord, help him choose the wife of his youth that you sent to him and not one that his eyes can feast on because you tell us in your word, lust not after her beauty because the beauty is vain. You also say in your word, Lord, in the book of Proverbs, that a woman that fear God, she should be praised. So God, you also warn us about the wicked woman and the horse woman to bring a man down to nothing but a tiny morsel, a little piece of bread, too small for an ant to see. So God, I would just like for you to warn him against all of these things that Sometimes when a beautiful woman is the same thing for a woman, when a handsome man, so ladies listen also to this prayer, coming to their lives and their sports cars and they big bill folks full of money. That's not from you all the time, Lord, because as they say, everything that glitter is not gold and everything that looks good to you is not always good for you because it ain't always from God. So, Lord, let us know to pray with an open mind and ask you questions first, Lord. Is this what you sent me? Lord, is this who you would want me to have? So, God, I'm just asking that you would just open up his heart and, and take the blinders off his eyes where he may be blinded, Lord. And I'm also praying that the young lady that he loves, that she would be somewhere listening right now, Father God. And and the, your word in this prayer would just strike her in her heart like a dart, Lord that she would just fall down to her knees right now, repent and cry out to you and accept you as her Lord and Savior, Lord Jesus. And after that, then maybe they could be united in holy matrimony together and serve you in his spirit and in truth, God. God, I'm praying that prayer for also other listeners this morning that's in the same situation that Brother Benny is in. 
Lord, we're going to pray for salvation this morning for those that need it. Lord, you say in your word that once saved, always saved. You could never lose your salvation. But, Lord, we know that Satan has wicked devices where people want to denounce you. Oh, I denounce you because all we have to do is born being a Christian. We just go sit up in church all day, and that's all we do is listen to church music. And we, people don't think that you can enjoy life, Father God, serving you and having you as their father. They think that all the fun in the world is drinking and drugs and gambling, casinos and stealing and lying and cheating and manipulating is living Satan's way as Satan our father. But God, we know that it is so much light and so much love and so much peace and so much joy, Lord. Triumph, you're like him. Try God and you will like him. You will learn to love him and you will learn to learn others. And it, you'll learn that sometimes in your life, Lord, what was I missing? I don't want to have it no other way. If you've never even asked Jesus Christ to be your personal Savior, you could do it right now. Those of you that never have. If you've never asked him to come into your life, let's ask him right now. By repeating these words. Lord, I admit my problems of sin, and I admit that I'm a sinner and I deserve the penalty of death, which is hell forever, separation from you and everybody in the world that I love. But I also realize, God, that you paid the full payment for our sins. God, please, Lord, help me to depend on you and only you to save me, Lord, from my sins and from hell. Right now, God, I'm asking you to forgive me. Come into my heart, Lord, and accept me in as your son or as your daughter. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. If you have just repeated and said that prayer with all sincerity and the love for God honestly in your heart, you have just become a saved man, woman, or child. Child of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you are our sister and our brothers. Okay? Amen, amen, and amen. Sweetheart, is there something else you would like to say? Yeah, well, that, that is a wonderful prayer. And we just praying for those that accepted it. We know the angels is rejoicing, just like me and you rejoicing for all those that cried out to the Lord. And today is our focus group, and we got an A. I followed your lead today. We are going to be talking about the shepherds today, and we're going to try to unpack some baggage, y'all. We're going we're gonna to try to unpack unpack some baggage today. We're talking about how many people have been hurt because of the church. How many people have been hurt because of the pulpit? How many shepherds done hurt the people? How many people have been hurt because of the pulpit done hurt you? Because of the whoremongering, the lying, the stealing, how much damage have the pulpit done, done to you? We're going to be looking at some unique things going on in the Word of God as the Word of God addresses bad shepherds and what, damage, what damage they cause 
And we're going to be talking about it today. You can even call in with your questions because we want to talk about those. When I'm talking about the shepherds, I'm talking about those that got them positions in the church from trustees to deacons to assistant pastors to pastors. And these individuals we want to talk about today. So at 10 o'clock today, our focus group, Wherever you are right now, come on and be on at that channel, that station you're on right now. Come on, 10 o'clock, and we're going to talk about it. The title is Not My Shepherd. Not My Shepherd. We're going to be using the scriptures found in Jude, chapter 1, verses 11 through 20. Jude 1, 11 through 20. So come on back. Uh, of course, we always tell you to get our app. Our app is, is a free app, Christian app, where you can stay in touch with us, find out what's going on, the things that we do, uh, and all the great stuff. Um, you can uh, get the app that go directly to your phone at www.arkofthecovenant.com. That's C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y dot com. And you go through one of the portals there, prayer messaging, uh, spiritual exercise, mental or physical workout. Put in your email address and download. It is free. Don't cost you nothing. And we ask everybody to get it. That way we can press the gospel all over the world. Also, our podcast is up. Hey, it's a beautiful podcast on all the major platforms. And we it's a collage of all the things that we do. And it is a wonderful tool. As my wife said, remember, we won't be doing prayer and story time on Sunday mornings, but we will have worship hour on Sunday morning. Please remember, no prayer and story time early Sunday morning, but uh, worship hour at 10 o'clock will still be going on. And we just doing that to give uh, a, a break on Sunday mornings and go right into the worship hour. Okay? And we thank you for it. And hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, um, is there anything else, Mrs. Hill? No, sir. You've said it all. All right, then. As my wife always says, God loves you and so do we. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye now.